You're listening to EOD Gear Improvised with your host, former Navy EOD tech and owner of EOD Gear, Steve Cassidy. Steve Cassidy. Hey guys, Steve Cassidy with EOD Gear. I'm sitting here with Mike Campbell and Skylar Stewart of Defendry. Uh, had them into Franklin, Tennessee to demonstrate their aerial platform. So you know the lifelong problem when you throw CS and smoke into a crowd of rioters. They always want to throw it back. So the guys at Defendry came up with this solution, and we came out here to the Williamson County range and did a demo. And I'm sure if you find it, it may be attached to this presentation, or it may be online if you're just listening to the audio. Uh, you can see some fantastic pictures and videos of, of the fun we got to have today. So, guys, let me introduce uh, Skylar Stewart and Mike Campbell. If you guys want to go ahead and give a quick one. Mike, you want to jump in first and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up here. I'm the chief pilot for Defender. This platform we developed uh, mainly for uh, crowd control. The platform is meant to go on a, on a drone, actually it's on any drone, but uh, most uh, police forces have the DJI type products. And so... Fantastic. Skyler. Yeah, yeah. So Skyler Stewart, I'm a SVP of sales here at Defender. We've been here since day one. We wanted to make uh, our law enforcement, our agencies safer by being able to dispense less lethal smoke adherence, um, whether that's uh, crowd control, riots, uh, hostage extraction type of situations. Um, and as Steve mentioned earlier, you know, the, the issue today is when you launch uh, smoke into a crowd, uh, number one, uh, liability reasons, you know, hitting hitting the crowd or innocent bystanders and then, you know, the uh, riders are throwing the canisters back and, you know, once you launch a canister of smoke, you really don't have any control over that based on wind conditions. So if you're trying to move a crowd, uh, you have little control once it's launched. And so with our, our aerial platform, it solves a lot of those issues and more. So I just want to clarify for everybody here, we're not selling drones because just about everybody has at least one. So this is an add-on to your current drone. Uh, as long as it has a certain size, uh, pilot capability, remote operations, uh, you know, a, t- a typical commercial-based drone that law enforcement, public safety would use. So what kind of weight restrictions do we need to look? So we're, I just want to clarify, we're not selling the drones. You're selling the add-on to increase the capability of the current drones that you already have. Correct. And based on the payload, uh, our platform is able to handle uh, four canisters, total combination of gas and or smoke. Fully loaded, it's about three and a half pounds is our payload. Okay, so the little drone, the toy drones aren't going to work. No, so, yeah, so uh, that's fine. Now, we did discuss, obviously, a lot of our listeners are bomb techs, and we're like, hey, can we put this on a robot? And so I'm going to go ahead and ask for everybody and let you answer that. Hey, can we use this on a robot? Absolutely. With our attachment, our platform, it can really mount on most things, but a robot is a perfect example of you know sending that in, again, putting tech and, and machines in front of bodies. I mean, I was talking to an officer, uh, captain the other day, and he said, I'd much rather come home and lose a drone than have to tell, you know, Sally that her husband's not coming home. So that's that's exactly what we're doing. So it definitely works on robots, uh, drones, and I'm sure there's going to be more applications for it. We had one of the uh, sheriff's deputies suggested uh, another one of their deputies carry it with him while they deployed it. So I guess that's probably not ideal. So we had a great time. We were at Williamson County this morning. We came in. We had the initial setup. Uh, Mike, you, you walk us through your process. I know you have your controllers, your software. How does that work in conjunction with the existing platform that somebody's already using? 
Well, that's the thing, too. It's not only the platform, it's the software that goes with the platform. Uh, we're able, with our software, to actually remotely fly the drone. You can be anywhere in the world and take control of the drone. Now I can take control of the drone, you actually can release the ordinance remotely. So what it does is it takes the decision out of the hands of the actual law enforcement there into the control center so that they can decide whether they're going to you know, do the smoke or do the gas. So one quick thing, you said deploy the ordinance. I want to make sure everybody knows this. Yes, you can set it up where it will drop, but it is specifically designed to not drop the canister. Can you cover that? Correct. And that's one of the main reasons that we, we think our platform is advantageous is because it keeps everything away from the crowd. And not only that, but you're able to more directly deploy the ordinance. For instance, when you throw tear gas in, it goes. With the drone, you're actually able to on, off, on, off, on, off. So you get very direct with what you're trying to accomplish. Okay, so you can use this aerial denial or just flat out, hey, we're just going to lay down smoke or we're going to lay down CS. So area denial, moving people a different direction or hopefully getting to, to disperse, not cause any more problems. That's fantastic. Um, so today, great demonstration uh, for all the listeners. We had some expired, date expired smoke that we were using. And so uh, Mike and Skylar hooked this up and we launched. And one of the canisters uh, was triggered and it, it was kind of a misfire uh, because the, the canister was probably older than what should have been in inventory. Uh, but that's why we were using it. But then the second one fired off and it was brilliant. It's, it went for quite a while. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the specific smokes and then also touch on altitude? Cause I, I think you had a good idea since you were flying what your altitude was. Um, looked like maybe 20, 25 feet, but we still had good coverage down at ground level. Correct. We, before the demo, we were a little low, just so you could, you know, get the feel of what it was, and we took it up to where would you consider a safe altitude. That uh, you know, anything that is falling off the drone that would burn off would not, you know, touch the ground at hot. And then, depending on wind conditions, like we talked about before, it's it's using the smoke either it passes, or you want to do a circular pass around the crowd, or push them towards, um, you know, the exiting. Uh, that area, you can, again, use that smoke and use that drone to push the crowd where you want to versus just letting it sit on the ground and burn out. So you're using the commercial off-the-shelf smoke, DefTech brand. Uh, you know, it's used majority of, of places. Uh, what altitude have you found is ideal? Uh, considering, and I know wind's consideration. Right. Uh, if you're at a, you know, late afternoon, the wind's not blowing, you know, everybody's out. What 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 kind of altitude are you do you do you prefer to see? Twenty five feet is a, is an ideal altitude that you know it's that's a safe distance. Uh, you know the good thing about the and we use the wind to our advantage because you don't fly the drone over the top of people, you fly on the edge of people and you get the drift into the where you want the crowd okay. to go. So we, we didn't obviously have live people out there to demonstrate this with. That would have been fun. Uh, maybe we can uh, take a request for that the next time we do a demonstration. If any of y'all want to, just uh, drop us an email. Let us know you want to participate as a crash test dummy for the next Defendry demonstration. Um, so the can goes out. It deploys. We have four canisters on there. Uh, 
I know where there was some discussion about if you were running smoke and CS, how you want to divide those up. If you were all smoke, that's fine, or all CS are fine, or maybe port and starboard, one or the other. Can you cover that a little bit? Yeah, you, you can you can mix and match. Uh, you can go for smoke, and as you saw, one smoke is, is quite a bit. So what, if you want to be fully prepared, you have uh, two smokes, two gases separating each side because of the heat. You don't want the, the smoke next to the gas. How it, how it works is you're using off-the-shelf smoke. You just spin the spoon off, and then we have our own uh, scripts that we make to screw in to the standard threads, and it's remotely operate. Uh, from the, it goes onto the drone, and the drone remotely, remotely operate those, those scripts, fire off just like a spoon to do. Yeah, with the, uh, the aerosol, like an MK9, you can put one on one side, and those are actually versatile. So, uh, say, you know, you, you have a one-on-one contact with somebody, you can do short burst, uh, either through the RF remote or through our software uh, to just do short burst versus, like, a smoke. That's a good point. That uh, The smoke can be operated uh, either locally or remotely. So, there's an option to do both. Okay. So you, you have a line of sight, you have a remote control trigger that's available. Line of sight, currently you're running at how many meters and then with capability increasing to? The, the remote is 600, uh, 600 meters. 600 meters line of sight. And then you have, do, do you have another one coming out that gives you, was it 1,200 meters? Yeah, it's, it's roughly about 1,200 is our new. Can we talk about that? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so we, just, we just tested it, um, so we haven't rolled it out yet, but that get, does give us almost double the distance on uh, for initiating smoke. And the test that we just ran was uh, in an abandoned, abandoned multi-floor building, and so we launched it from the basement. The drone flew it up to the top floor and even through concrete walls and even at that distance of almost uh, 1,200 meters, we were still able to initiate the smoke from the RF remote. And like Mike said, um, you can detonate the smoke or the aerosol from anywhere in the world through our software. So you could fly autonomously four drones at once if you wanted to set your flight plans, uh, plot that out, and also initiate the smoke from the software. All right, fantastic. Uh, so I fly, I, I expend my four cans, I'm coming back. I've only got the one drone. What's it like to swap out? Um, Formula One pit stop is two seconds. <laughs> I think Indy is eight seconds. NASCAR, I don't know how long that takes. Um, what are we looking at as far as a swap out time to redeploy? A total swap out. And if you want to also swap out the batteries, you need to be done in four minutes. Forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. The batteries and the canisters, four minutes. Okay. Pretty quick. So if you're running, if you're running two drones, then you could launch one, delay one, get halfway out, so you'd have constant coverage. All right, fantastic. Uh, I was just, I was flipping through some of the, the videos and the images. I guess, you know, what what are some other key points? We, like, I guess is there something that maybe I'm missing? I'm not asking the right question. Is there something pop up that, you know, what you guys really want to tell the listeners about? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we're, we're making safety products for both law enforcement um, and our community. And again, it's to keep our, our officers at a safe distance, being able to deploy smoke from a safe distance, whether it's 600 yards, 1,200, or, or you know anywhere in the world from software. It's, it's eliminating a lot of those problems. And, and this is a patented technology, so we have a patent on actually dispensing uh, less lethal munitions from a drone. Uh, 
so we own that patent, and we're going to continue to to uh, evolve with with our technology. So more to come. So I'm I'm hoping in well in July we're going to be at the SWAT conference, Tac Ops South SWAT conference, held at the Music City Sheridan here in Nashville in July. 18th through the 21st ish. I hope you guys can come out for that. What's on your travel schedule? Where are you going to be? Uh, because you're Skyward, you're out of Nevada, Phoenix. Phoenix, right? And Mike, you're out of Scottsdale, Phoenix. Scottsdale, Phoenix. Okay. Um, so where are you guys off to next? Where, if we wanted to show up at a show or a demo, how do we set that up with you? Um, to you know, because we're obviously in Franklin, Tennessee. We'd love to have everybody out. Uh, but how does somebody say in Arizona, California, Colorado, what what range do you want to cover? Sure. No, we're, we're covering the entire United States. So if we've got to fly out to an agency uh, to de- demo the product, we absolutely will. Um, we can obviously do webinars and, and talk through that, but I think seeing it in action, like today. It's great. I just want to encourage everybody, if you're listening to this, you want to see something really cool, a lot of fun, uh, get all your friends around and uh, bring them out to uh, take a look at this. Tell us a little bit about the company. Um, how, you know, website, email addresses, whatever you guys want to cover, phone number, shameless self-promotion. <laughs> yeah, so you can check us out at Defendry.com. Um, we've got videos and demonstrations on our website. And so we launched a little over two years ago uh, with the original idea of what if we could create artificial intelligence with software to see a weapon, lock the doors, call the police, alert the customer, and launch drones. Uh, and so that was kind of a wild hair of an idea. And we've actually, over these last couple of years, brought both of the technologies together while, while serving different segments, uh, our, our aerial platform for law enforcement, military, um, and then our other product, uh, you know, artificial intelligence and software for detecting weapons. Uh, you know, we, we launched both of those for both the business and uh, the, the agencies. And so as this evolves, we, you know, if we've got that uh, crazy idea and forward thinking technology built, we're going to, you know, but that will evolve into being able to integrate uh, drones and artificial intelligence. So see a weapon, automatically launch the drone. The drone can come over and detect a weapon through AI and then automatically alert authorities. So we're going to, you know, slowly evolve both of those technologies together to bring together agencies and the actual end user customer to make to make our music. Fantastic. All right, guys, last thing. What do you want to say? Anything you want to say? Tell a joke. Um, <laughs> Thanks for the Chick-fil-A. Are we allowed to say Chick-fil-A? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, they're right down the street. I mean, we have direct deposit set up with them, so... <laughs> Uh, man, we were just, I'm just extremely grateful for your generosity with your time and coming out here and meeting with us and the staff and the, and the public safety guys that we met with today and, uh, some of the private sector guys on your artificial intelligence, your weapons detection. Uh, fantastic. Looking for great results with that. Uh, I know we have another call coming up, uh, with another larger firm for artificial intelligence. So if you guys have something of interest on the physical security side, let us know. You can always reach me, reach out to me. I can get you plugged in with uh, Mike and Skyler and uh, also Pam, who's quietly sitting over here trying to stay out of uh, trying to stay out of the way. But uh, get in touch with us. Let us know how we can help. And uh, you'll be really impressed to have these guys out. Guys, any last words? No. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having us. Uh, love love uh, spending the week with you. And EOD Gear has been a great partner for us. So thanks again. Yeah, thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you, guys. You've been listening to EOD Gear Improvised. Improvised. 
with explosive discussions and sound effects. Steve Cassidy, a former Navy EOD tech and owner of EOD Gear. Initial success or total failure. The website is eod-gear.com. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Twitter. EOD Gear has customers from around the globe. Stand by. Until next time, this is EOD Gear Improvised. Signing off.